right, Sunday night, 7 o'clock time for another edition of Sports Phone here on KZYX. Hope everyone is having an excellent end uh, ending evening to their week. Jerry in Oregon. Jim hanging out in the studio. Jim, happy Sunday. Hope everything's going well. What's, uh, what's the situation down there? It's just a regular Sunday in Philo, I'd have to yeah. say. You know, summer, lots of traffic on 128. Um, Mendocino, hard to find a parking space. Um, you know, that's sort of, sort of the normal. Still dealing, yeah. still dealing with my mom, not feeling well. So, so it's a lot going on, working, yep. getting ready for vacation, um, which we'll talk about what in a couple weeks. Yeah, yeah, I think we'll we'll worry about that kind of as it gets a little bit closer. Okay, uh, I won't, won't talk about that. But it, but right but you know, but but it's uh the weather's perfect here. Uh, school starting in Mendo. I'm uh, Fort Bragg football's rolling. Oh, I, I heard. Uh, mm-hmm. Actually, let's let's talk a little local sports f after uh, we get rolling here. Go ahead and start it off. Sure. Uh, yeah. So welcome everybody to the sports phone. Uh, if you are new to the show, uh, let me kind of walk you through what's going to be going on for the next uh, 55 minutes or excuse me, 57 minutes and change uh, kind of what you're in store for. So very f- simply put, this is an open forum sports talk show. Uh, Jim and I are big sports fans. We talk about sports a lot in our everyday lives. Uh, we've also played, we've coached, we've officiated, basically anything related to sports, we've been involved in some form. Uh, so we decided a while back that we want to take that conversation into the listening audience for KZYX once a week. Uh, and, and most important to us is we want you, the listeners, to talk about whatever you would like to talk about. So if you've got a sports-related topic you want to talk about with us, uh, you can give us a call. It can be professional, high school, college, rec league stuff. Questions, controversies, topics, comments, anything you want to talk about, as long as it is in the world of sports, Jim and I want to hear about it. If we're talking about something that doesn't interest you at all, give us a call. Change the topic. That sounds totally good with us. We'll talk about whatever you would like to talk about going on in the world of sports. Uh, Before we start taking calls, and the number to call is 707-895-2448. Jim, you said you had a local topic you wanted to go over. Yeah, but I'll still take a call. Go ahead. Call anybody that wants a call. Give a call. Um, um, I, I just, I realized we haven't checked in. I mean, local high school sports are starting. I mean, football, uh, has started. Volleyball has started. Cross country has started. I think that's it for fall sports. Um, um, but I work with one of the two varsity Fort Bragg volleyball coaches. So I got a feeling they're going to get a lot of airtime this year because, because I work and I, I talk sports with with one of my coworkers who's the volleyball coach, so I'll tell I'll give a little heads up to Fort Bag volleyball. They were strong last year. They lost a, a major senior in uh, J C Clavel. You remember the Clavel name, Jer? Um, we follow the the career of of her brother who got pitched two no hitters in a week once. And Fort Bragg Volleyball, they started off the season by losing to Ukiah um, um, in three sets, which isn't uh, isn't un- uncommon if you're a school of 400 playing Ukiah. And then they uh, they won a couple of, what, what do you call the, the games, sets, matches? Which is which in, in volleyball? They're games. They're games. So the games and then the matches, 
the congo- the total of the games. Yeah, you could also call them sets. It's, it's okay. Three, so three so they they won they won a set versus Healdsburg, and I believe they play some smaller schools. Or Ukiah. Uh, Ukiah they. The, no, I take it back. Ukiah, they won one game out of three. They lost three to one. Which I, when I talked to her about it, I said, "Hey, if I was within forty points of Ukiah, whenever I played him in the summer, I was happy." You know, school our size, and then they uh, they beat Hillsburg, which I thought was uh, pretty impressive. Yeah, no, it's always impressive. I mean, that's like kind of Mendo beating a, a school like Fort Bragg sides. It's that one kind of one step up. Uh, yeah, and they play a tougher league, you know. Yep. And yep. So, so anyway, uh, that's for if if anybody has any news about, you know, Cody Lowe, someone on the Fort Bragg football squad is listening in. Let me hear how they're going. I can't imagine, Jer. Doesn't have to be Fort Bragg though. If you got anything, you know, I know you mentioned two Fort Bragg things there. It can be any any local team if you got something you know, updates you want to talk about. That would be great. Anyone listening that knows what any high school sport is doing right now in Lake or Mendocino County, parent, coach, player, anybody, give us a call. Give us some local news. It's a good way to start the show, Jer. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, fall sports are kicking in. As you said, school's getting rolling again. Uh, so it's we're right in the right in the swing of it. Looking forward to, to fall sports being fully underway. I know they're ramping up here in Oregon as oh, well. I feel like. There's been some high school games across the country that have already started in some other some other states. I've seen like little clips football here and there. So yeah, fall false yeah for football. Uh, yeah, so fall sports get definitely getting underway. 707-895-2448. That's the number to call if you've got anything you would like to talk about going on in the world of sports. Uh, but before we go any further, it's continuing. I think this will be our fourth week in a row. Oh yeah, this segment. Uh, and I guess you could say in honor of the starting of football season, uh, we have our trivia question for the week, and uh, I will let Jim present that to our listening audience. What year? That this is this isn't the question, Jim. But what year is the merger of the NFL? Do you know? Uh, I can find out in a second. Go ahead, tell us that. Says, but I'm saying the the since the merger of the NFL and it merged from 1966 1966 the AFL which was its own league and the NFL merged into the NFL and the two divisions are called AFC and NFC any football player knows that any football fan since that merger this is the question now since that merger which non quarterback has the most career touchdown passes that's an interesting question. That'd be like saying, would that be like saying what quarterback, Jer, has the most running, rushing, rushing touchdowns? Similar idea? Uh, it's similar. I think it, 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 like, the problem with that is, like, there's definitely, you know, running quarterbacks. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah. Run a lot more, like, because it's kind of how they play as opposed to, you know, other players or other positions are not designed to throw unless except in very unique situations and the stats actually i think kind of reflect that right where this is not some crazy number um in terms of the the the, the what the what the number is since the merger yeah. since the merger of the nfl which non-quarterback a position player other than quarterback has the most career touchdown passes Yep, and you can give us a call at 707-895-2448 if you want to take a stab at that or if you've got anything else you would like to talk about going on in the world of sports, 707-895-2448. Okay, so, uh, Jim, what are we going to start the day with? We're about We're 10 minutes in. What do you want to start with? I want to start with On This Day in Sports. 
Yes. Because I, you know, you know how much research, you do research on the fly. I mean, you yeah. always do. I do my research well in advance. So when I have something to do, I like to do it. But the phones are ringing here. Hello, you're on the air. I mean, you always. Hi. Hey. Am I on? You're on. Yeah. I got to ask you. Uh, since when did sports become professional? I mean, you know, when I was a kid, uh, sports were to be played, not watched. And then when families came to watch their kids play, somebody said, hey, there's money to be made here. And they made the sport professional. And now we have injured players making millions of dollars. And why? Uh, we've gotten so fat that we can't actually go out and play anymore? Or is it just nuts? I, I don't understand it. I don't believe in spectator sports. Sports are to be played, not watched. It builds teamwork. It builds responsibility. It builds muscle to go out and play. To watch it, what happens? Look at the, look at the people who fill the, 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 the seats in an auditorium or a gymnasium or at any uh, professional, there isn't one in there that can take, who doesn't really need two seats to sit down. It's, hello, uh, sports are to be played, not watched. Least of all, paid for. That's, that's my opinion, and I had to share it. Thank yeah, you for no, listening. Absolutely. I, I feel like I've ha we've had this conversation a long time ago, or a form of this conversation, um, I, it, it's so, and, it, and it was presented in a very similar way. I, I have a couple thoughts about this. So, first, there's the difference between sports being professional and then sports being like commercialized, I guess, and kind of like marketed. Um, because there's always well, they're, both the, always. they're both the same. Come on. No, I, I think there's a difference in that, that people have been paid to play sports for a long time. There was a point when those And that's the problem. That's the root problem. And that's when it became, you know, NFL, Sunday night football, Monday night football, commercial this, and people will pay a million dollars for 30 seconds on the TV because they started paying people to watch the game. Sure. So, so my, game. My, my answer to this would be, I, I don't think, and this is the same thing I said that, that the last time this came up, I don't think that those two things are exclusive. Me, meaning, caller, I, I don't think that you have to play it. If you play a sport, that doesn't mean that, you, that, you're, that you're not allowed to watch the sport. In the same way that if you watch a sport you're not that doesn't mean you're not allowed to also play it i, I don't think we're talking about a one or the other thing here what I, that is candy i can't believe you just said caller i'll give you a class i'll give you a perfect example of this. so 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 i played would you rather play tennis or watch it i'll call would you a, rather you play golf or watch it caller, would you I'll rather you, paint I'll, a house or watch it come on I'll give you a perfect, activity I'll give you a perfect is example of this what's important I, I, not i'll give you a observation I'll give you a perfect example. So I played high school basketball, and I played basketball in college as well. I still play basketball. I played football. Right. So, but at the same time going through, when I was playing in high school and playing in college, I still watched professional sports. And it was, and the big reason for that is I'm a fan of the game, 
And as a fan of the game, I like watching the game played at its highest level. The, the One of the reasons I think... I never did. I got scholarships because I could kick a football farther than anybody else at 16 years old. Uh, come on. <laughs> I got scholarships for it, but I took my math scholarship because I had happened to be an A-plus student in math uh, from NASA. <laughs> I, I actually... I'm going to jump in here and, and not be quite as as uh, politically correct here. I think I think this call is, is crazy. How you can do both? What? I mean, you can do yeah, one. It's not. They're not exclusive. They're not. You can you can be a totally into playing and be a health nut and play all day long, and you can learn something by watching and make yourself a better player. By watching, and that's one reason. And then there's the pure entertainment value. I got to take another call. This, this, you got, you got something going here, caller. Thank you. Hello, you're on the air. Uh, yeah, hi, interesting caller. Hey, thanks for taking my call. So I'm, I'm guessing I, I couldn't remember the name, but then I remembered. I think the place kicker George Blandett tossed the most foot touchdowns. Uh, George Blanda. Is is that that that's the name, right? Just want to make sure I heard you correctly there. I, I think that's his name. It was yeah. a place kicker for the Oakland Raiders. So he is on the list. He is not <laughs> number one. What number is he, Jerry? And how many does George Bland have? He's way down the list. <laughs> I'll bet you there's a lot of kickers. Isn't there a lot of kickers with like one touchdown pass? Yeah, there there I think he has Two, but yeah, caller, he's on the list. Um, it's it's really interesting what uh -oh. this list is. There's like, there's first place, second place, third place, and then there's just a yeah. bunch of people with the same number after that. Like it's because it, none of the wow. numbers are high. Yeah. Um, uh, the number. Okay. And I have no. Well, yeah, and I have, I have no issue giving this out. The number is eight. Oh, it's eight wow. touchdown passes. Well, oh wow. Okay, so George is down way down the list. Uh, okay, that's. <laughs> kind of who I remember, but hey, thanks for the show, huh? Oh, it's, yeah, it's great. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I, I'm with you. I, I, I mean, I, I do like being active if I can be. I'm getting older and my body doesn't want to do it, but I like playing. But it's good playing, watching professionals also at, at every high level because if a person's into the sport and they're still playing, they can learn different moves too. Yep, absolutely. And you just see things and you, and you have to watch you watch so you can know your opponents and that's the, the i think the, the joy of learning it okay well that's my uh thank opinion. you thank you Absolutely. yeah you're welcome thank you yeah bye-bye yeah no th th that goes right to kind of what, what you were saying jim and the same thing with me um and the other comparison i make is i i go watch professional sports for the same reasons I pay, you know, 20 bucks to go to the movies. I'm going for the entertainment value of it. I'm right. going to see the best at what they do do those things. But that uh, to go into your point and kind of what I started this with, it doesn't exclude me from, you know, getting home from the game, turn on my lights and shooting in my driveway. You're preaching, you're preaching to the choir here. Hello call, you're on the air. Yeah. I have to respond to your caller a couple of calls ago. Uh, we have to be careful when we do analysis of things that we don't put ourselves and our personal experiences inside of something as uh, long-term and broad-spectrum as sports, for example. If you want to look at sports from a historical perspective, the two primary drivers of sports were getting something to eat 
and fighting. <laughs> so as you look at early Olympics to later Olympics, look at the number of things in there that are, whether it's the javelin or whether it's throwing a big heavy ball at somebody or whether it's all these different things that we do. Or, you know, like the one where, you know, you ride a horse, shoot a pistol, fence, swim. You know, those were all military derivatives, and military people tended to get paid. So the history of sports is people having skills you develop to operate within your society, and then in one way or another getting paid to do them, as all the military people that were in the Olympics over the years got paid for being in the military and then went and competed in the Olympics because it was a whole lot better than cleaning urinals with a toothbrush. And, and so the thing we need to remember is where did sports come from? And really, it came from hunting and fighting in the military, some sort of fighting situation. That was the basis of the Olympics. I heard the first... Yeah. Go ahead, Jer. Well, I was going to say one of my favorite examples of what the caller is talking about is Jackie Robinson. Like He did basically all those things, where he was a track star, went into the military came back and I think he was in the Olympics for a little while or he competed at some track and field type events but it's it's a very kind of common example of that or, or kind of a tangible example of that that I was I was just thinking about go ahead Jim sorry no I I, I, I just can't I can't get it some of you callers and you Jer can get words out so much easier than I can I mean, I, I can't even get out of my mouth how crazy it is to think you should only play and not watch sports. I mean, I I heard the first race ever was somebody going to see a tribe somewhere and they got in canoes and, and saw who could get to the other side from a canoe across a river. I mean, everyone else was watching. I mean, it's it's I, I, I can't exclude these things. Let me take another call. Thanks for the call. Call, call back. Call back if it gets any crazier. <laughs> Hello, call. You're on the air. Oh, hi. Um, hey, thanks for taking my call. Uh, just, you know, I'm not a big football fan, but I I can't help but think it's Ray Guy from the Raiders that you guys are looking to. That that uh, is that the trivia question answer. Ray Guy is in the group with one. Uh, <laughs> that is not the answer. Just repeat. <laughs> uh, just repeating. What really? non-quarterback has the most? touchdown passes since the NFL merged in 1966 that's the question we got a lot of guesses yeah it's it's again it's a good guess because it, it follows it, he, the logic of punters and kickers and fake punts right and fake did kicks, he wear number eight passes. also say it again did Ray Guy wear number eight Ooh, I don't know can I ask what I that has to that do with this the clue What's that have to do with this yeah, question? Uh, I don't see it. I don't see it on the, the little profile I have for him here. I was, it's probably okay, Oh, no, yes, he did wear number eight. Yes, caller, he did wear number eight. Thanks for the Thank call. You. Appreciate it. But to clarify to clarify what it, what I, what I said, because I, I think I see where the caller was going when, it, when he said uh, number eight, what, what I was saying was uh, the record is eight. In terms of the the number of touchdown passes by an, the the number is eight. That's how many he's thrown, not the number of his jersey. Go ahead, Jim. Hello, you're on the air. Great. Um, so I just wanted to comment about uh, you can only play, you can't watch. 
Um, Jim, I agree. Totally, totally ridiculous. Um, <laughs> this guy was a football player. What happens if there's 30 guys who want to play and there's only 24 slots? Then do the other do the other jokers got to walk away and say, hey, you can't watch the sport. You can only play it, right? What? And then also, what happens if you're not big enough to play a sport, so the only thing you can do to learn about it is to watch, right? Like, how did this guy, you know, get into football? Did he just jump into it, or did he watch it? And then secondly, about the commercialization, like uh, the Super Bowl ad time and stuff like that, the, like, uh, the beginning of the uh, baseball league, which is, like, true blue American sports, right? It was, like, sponsored by, you know, either private individuals or, like, brands and stuff like that, you know? So I, I don't get what this guy is harping on about, you know, when I was young, they didn't do that because I'm pretty sure when he was young, they were advertising in sports, you know, to the utmost ability that they had. So I'll just hear my comments offline. Thanks, guys. Appreciate that call. Yeah, there's always been, I I may not have have said something very well uh, very early in the call. I think there's always been the commercialization aspect of sports, right? There's always been sponsors, um, you know, that have paid for different things and, 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 and things like that. I think that there was a point, though, when the marketing of sports like really, really ramped and, and got a lot more intense. Like there was a time when the, the example I can give of this is of this. There was a time when college basketball was miles and miles more popular than the NBA because the quality of the of the game wasn't as good in the NBA and it wasn't just marketed. It wasn't pushed as much. And then certain players came into the NBA and there was just a shift in the of we're going to push this sport and make it really popular. Well, Jared, so, wouldn't it have to? And we're going to take another call in a second. But wouldn't it have to be? Wouldn't it make sense that the colleges were around way before the NFL was or the NBA was? So that that's where it started. People played and watched college sports, and then someone said, "Well, we can make some money off this. Let's pay players." Well, I mean, it, it makes yeah, to- the, yeah, I, for sure. That that's not specifically where what I was saying. My my point there was that even in the time when using the NBA as the example, wasn't popular, which I think is like kind of the 60s and 70s. There was still marketing and still advertising, and it was still commercialized. It just wasn't ramped and accelerated to the level it was as you got more into the late 70s, early 80s. Thanks for waiting. You're on the air. Good stuff. Good stuff this evening. How you guys doing? Hey, Vince. Doing good, Vince. This is late for you. Well, I, I've actually been calling, and other people are, you know, got some good guesses, got some interesting topics. You know, I don't mind sitting back and listening and, and getting in when I, when I can. So, and, yeah, and I I, guess, I've been trying. I, I guess we didn't yeah. say this. We probably should have. I think we uh, should. This, this, this question was provided to us by, by this caller, by, by Vince. So Vince will not be guessing the question. No, yeah, no, no guesses on this end. But I'm curious to see if anybody gets it. I love the two guesses so far. George Blanda, that was a good one. Any yeah, kicker. That was great. That's the first thing I yeah. thought of, Vince. When you submitted this, when you asked Jerry and I midweek, first thing I thought was, there's got to be a kicker that just, you know, a lot of place holders, let alone kickers, have stood up and thrown passes, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I was a little, I was actually surprised by the answer. So I'll, so, I'll just give that out there a little bit. Um, but I, I want to chime in on this uh, discussion of playing versus watching. Um, very, very interesting topic. Obviously, I play sports. I love playing sports. I've played every sport you can. 
but I can only do it recreationally because I'm not quite sizable to be a professional athlete, not quite fast enough. But does that mean I can't enjoy the people who play the same sports I love and love to play, play it better than me? Like, that to me just makes no sense. I will, however, agree with that original caller that money has tainted sports for sure. I mean, we, we're going to have, you know, we have instant replay now because money's involved in sports. We have uh, the, the 54 tournament or the LIV tournament for golf, which is making golf crazy. We have the, the college thing with the players you know, the, getting paid now and how that's affecting that sport, you know. So there's an angle there that that gentleman has that I think sure. is a valuable topic as well. You could also make the argument that that's making these sports better, Vince, depending on what well, you're... In some, in some ways, sure, Jim. That's what I'm saying. It could be a really good, you know, there's a lot there. There's a lot to unpack in that particular topic. Hmm. Yeah, I, I think part of that would depend on uh, how what you're defining means what is better. Right. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah, if you're going to do that, you have to kind of discuss what the definition of what is better. But yeah, absolutely. Well, and, no, I, I agree. Yes. Yeah. And Vince, you know, yeah, Vince, I mean, and by, by the way, Vince, you're not tall enough, uh, maybe not fast enough, but if you're going to play in the NBA, you've got to cut your turnovers down. Well, I mean, you know, I, I'm pretty sure Jared can pull the stats. I'm pretty sure these guys up there making some good money with, with a lot of turnovers. <laughs> 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 maybe, maybe not to my level, but. Good uh, point. Good point. <laughs> <laughs> good oh, good. She's good. let me let me take another call. Listen up and call us back, okay, Vince? You got it. Thank you. You're on the air with the sports phone. Yeah, hi. Uh appreciate your show. Thanks for taking my call. Yeah. It is tangentially kind of related to what we've y'all been talking about, and that is Jim Thorpe. And I'm wondering if you guys know the latest uh uh about him. I heard that um he's been um uh, what do you call, uh, not exonerated, but uh, forgiven for playing professional and losing his, you know, he's gotten his Olympic medals back. And I don't know anything about that. It's funny, for, for Jerry, um, I'm going to give Jerry a second here to give that answer, get it prepared, because Jerry's good at answers like this. But we had a call, I don't know, a week ago, a month ago, whatever, and someone almost gave a history of Jim, Jim Thorpe. Got yeah. the medals. They took them away. They gave them back. He won this. He won that. He won everything. Now he's got nothing. So what? It, what is the? Let's say it one more time, Jer. Yeah. So, caller, the funny, the, my funny personal thing about this is I'm, I'm pulling the last thing up. Um, I I had no idea that Jim Thorpe had the Olympic side to him. The only reason I ever knew Jim Thorpe's name was because there's an award given to in college football called the Jim Thorpe Award. I had no idea about the rest of his past and everything else at a certain point. Um, but yeah, this is from uh, July. So in late July, the Olympic, uh, the International Olympic Committee announced that it was reinstating Jim Thorpe uh, as the sole winner of uh, two events, um, giving him his gold medals. And the reason that became a controversy was because there was a there was a time in during that olympic period when he was being paid as a minor league baseball player um and so uh the the, the details aside which i'm not sure of and i'm still trying to get my feet under me for that he was stripped of the medals because of that and then it looks like in late july those medals were reinstated late july of this year jerry late july of this year wow yeah i think they've made a movie about him but 
Jim was an all-around athlete that excelled at everything. He won even with mismatched shoes that didn't even fit him. He would still win races, kind of a thing, you know. And uh, even though other Olympic athletes played um, ball, you know, minor league ball for money, um, they used false names, and Jim just didn't know that that's what you had to do. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's what got him in trouble. But anyway, uh, thanks for your input on that. And uh, yeah, maybe somebody else will call in with more details. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for the call. It, it looks like there was a, a big push um, in 2020 for this uh, around Jim Thorpe's Native American heritage, where there were about 75,000 signatures uh, and support from a, a few different uh, nonprofits and different organizations to kind of make this push. Um, so, Joe, and then it kind of took a couple years after that to get pushed through. You know, you're a sports, I don't know, I don't know what the right word is, enthusiast, fanatic, that's, I'm not I'm That's not the sh- right word. I, I, use, I go enthusiast. Yeah, maybe not a fanatic, but maybe a fanatic some ways. The way you keep up with interesting articles, you're a fanatic. And my question is, how do you think, is it just the age of this story? I mean, how mo, anybody my age, Jim Thorpe is... is it's like Michael Jordan. Everyone knows sure. who he was. You know, everyone knows, even if you didn't like basketball, you heard of Michael Jordan. So, so how did you miss that? Uh, I missed it because the only um, environment it, he was relevant in, in, the, in comparison to what I was a fan of, was college football. Oh, like, Okay. Like, the only thing I watched with regularity that Jim Thorpe's name was associated with was college football. I see. And, and and I'm not a big college football guy to begin with, so I never like had the interest of oh, who's this guy that they that's getting oh, that's, that has an award named after him. So I just always assumed he was a, a college football player. Football player. Um, you didn't know about the Olympic and. It- yeah, because I just I, again I'm not a big college football fan, so it didn't really matter who the award was named after. I just would have assumed that. When so. I was your age, Jim Thorpe was a more common name to be an Olympic superstar than like Michael Phelps or sure. or what, what's the bike rider's name, uh, Lance Armstrong in in sure. biking. He was bigger than those names. That's that's mm-hmm. anyway. Jer, uh, before we get more calls, that was a flurry of calls started by uh, sports. What would the cliche be? Sports are to be played, not played, watched. Not watched. Huh. Yeah. I, I do want to quickly say, though, back to something Vince said, and because I think this was lost on that on that first caller's call a little bit. I, I do agree with Vince's point that, for better or for worse, money has heavily influenced the direction of sports and decisions that are made. Where you could argue that the purity and kind of like the core of the game has been put second to whatever decision the money decides to make. That, that's a secondary point to this that is, I think, very valid. Jerry, do you ever have... When we're, uh, thanks for that. And, yeah. and um, do, do you ever... Like, are you ever sitting on the sports phone just saying, oh, I want, there's something I want to say, but I hope the topic comes up or whatever, because I, I got something to say about something. I've been dying to read this. On this day in sports... So today is the 21st of August. And, and the reason I picked this one, I, I picked three of them, but this is my favorite one of the day. 
I want you to listen to me read this, Jer, and tell me how many words, and you're a sports enthusiast, how much of this you understand. On August 21st in 1878, Surrey wicketkeeper Teb Pooley completes a then first first-class cricket record eight stumpings in a county match against Kent the Oval. Uh, okay. So, uh, all right. Let me, let me read this. I have it pulled up. Uh, I knew you would. Yep. Uh, no, 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 no. I, I'm just reading the description that you read. I'm not reading anything more about okay, it. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. So, uh, and, and again, for anyone that wants to give us a call, 707-895-2448, give us a ring. If you've got anything you want to talk about going on in the world of sports. Okay. So here's what I know about cricket is I know that the person that throws the ball is the bowler. That's, that's correct. So 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 the person being talked about here in terms of a stumping is does is not related to the person throwing it like pitching the ball. I think they're bowling it or pitching it and knocking over the stump. I think that's what a stumping is. But then the, then it wouldn't be the wicketkeeper. It would say Surrey bowler, wouldn't it? Oh, oh, you're right. If he, yeah, so by that hmm. logic. The other player I've only heard the only the like the other main cricket player referred to as the batsman. The so what? the batter? The bat the batsman. batsman right, the right, right, yeah. right. So unless wicketkeeper is another word for batsman, I have no idea what this is referring to. If, if I don't I that's that's what I thought. And and we're not sure what a stumping is either. No, but but I'm not worried about the stumping part as much as trying to. If if you figure out what a wicketkeeper is, that would let you kind of figure out what a stumping is. You know, sometimes I say, where where are the people from? We've had a caller call and talk to us about cricket before. Yeah, and where where's uh where's the callers from Moscow, Moscow, Idaho? And last time we had trouble from about biking, we had a caller from Moscow, Idaho, who uh, filled us in on all the biking rules. Sure. So, sure. So, so yeah. Like, if I, I'm not going to look it up, right? Because I legitimately <laughs> don't know. So, if if there's someone out there that knows cricket and can explain what this is, I'd love to learn about it. I love to learn about. Sports. Is this a second? Is, is this a second quiz of the day? No, I, it's, I don't think it's a quiz. It's just as much of like I don't. I could easily look this up and, I and figure it out. But I don't know cricket. It's a blind spot for me. I had a friend in college that was really into cricket uh but but i just don't know so if someone can explain what a wiki keeper is and what the record eight stumpings means i'd love to hear it because i love to learn that would be fun to hear from that would be fun to hear from someone that knows it you know someone that asked us about a, a, a record in basketball that would be fun yeah because because if i look this up i'm gonna still not be a hundred percent sure what they're talking about hey how about this year give me I'm going to take a call after I ask you this. Top the top of your head, make up a question like this. If someone had never seen basketball before, would this be something like a goaltending record? Does someone say, what What the heck's a center and what's goaltending? You goal would just have to mean? use a phrase that wouldn't make sense. I, I would say, like, who's the – I would use, like, some record about, like, triple doubles or something. Oh, yeah, so, yeah something yeah, you don't, yeah, don't understand the phrase, like, phrase like, like wicked – okay. Yeah. You're on the air with a sports phone. Hey, uh, I, I don't know the answer to the stumping thing, but what occurs to me is in, in 
English, uh, you know, British uh, speech, they say, oh, I've been, been quite a sticky wicket, right? Okay, that's a reference to the wickets in cricket. You think so? And then, sure. then I'm wondering if, you know, you've really stumped me on this one, Jim. I wonder if that's a reference to something in cricket, too. Because you've really stumped me with this one. That's a good... Yeah. Take it from there, this guys. Is, yeah, this is like <laughs> what a logic great call. I'm using to try to piece it together. Like that that's how I'm trying to sort this out. Because like the only two positions I know in cricket are the bowler and the guy with the bat. I've never heard the guy of the guy the guy with the bat being called the wicket keeper. What about so, the defense? What are they all are they all have I different I don't know. Are they called fielders? Is there a catcher? Is there like is it, it could is there a catcher? Is there because someone's gotta be catching the ball from the bowler, right? If the if the guy with the bat misses it, I'm thinking the wicket keeper is the comparison to catcher in baseball. I'm sorry, but that's going to be that's going to be a guess that that I'm sure that I'm making. Yeah. So then, what what is the stumping then? Is uh, it, is that I don't the, know. Is that the equivalent of like tag outs, like tagging someone out? Like, you ever heard the term "saved by the bell"? Saved by a call. You're on the air. Well, the wicket keeper is the person who. Oddly enough, stands behind the wicket. If, okay. You know, the wicket is the three stumps, right? That the batsman is defending. The wicket keeper is the person who stands behind that. Okay. So he could be hit by a very fast ball. He also is the person who stumps the batsman when said batsman is he has another technical term out of his crease which means on the run between the wickets and so if the wicket keeper or another fielder has the ball and throws it to the wicket and knocks the bales which are the little um, pieces of wood sit on top of the wicket off that batsman is out and, and so is is that action a stumping taking that the ball would be and a hitting stumping, yes okay okay I think I'm putting it together. One of our problems, Jerry, and uh, please please stay with us, caller, so Jerry can see if he's got all this correct. I'm going to let Jerry take this. But, but I think a problem we have, Jerry, is we're trying to compare everything to to baseball. Yes. Right. Because it's, that's and it's not the same. Reference. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead, Jerry. See if you got it. So, caller, let me kind of say it back and see if I've, if I've got this right. So, the wicket keeper, the closest equivalent... I can make to the wicket keeper is the catcher in baseball purely because they stand behind the person with the bat, correct? Correct. Okay. Once the ball is put into play, a stumping is the wicket keeper or any other fielder performing the action of throwing the ball and hitting a, a an object that is on top of the wicket. Or, or, or the wicket. Yes. When the batsman is out of the, has stepped away or run away, you know, it's not sure. in what is called the crease, which is a, the area near the wicket. 
where they sure, bat beca- from. Because, yeah. because cricket is scored because it, the, you get points, right, where with, if the batter hits the ball, he runs between the two, and he that's runs, how he scores yes, his points, correct? It's scored with runs between the two wickets. There are two wickets, and they run from end to end. And if he stops safely at either end, he just starts batting again at that end, correct? Correct. Oh, see that part I got. I think I think we got it. Yeah, but I'll tell you I'll tell you one thing that that this one thing that was said by, by this caller, Jer, that really changes the concept because of our um our our trying to always compare this to baseball. Did you hear this? This caller said, and it makes sense now that I watch the sport, the batter technically is playing defense, even though they're scoring runs, because they're trying to protect the wicket. Correct. That's an interesting concept that the batter themselves is a defensive position. Yeah. That, that, that's fascinating. I mean, it, it's simultaneously defensive and offensive. Exactly. Exactly. But I never thought about a batter being defensive in... in, in yeah, and, defending and the wicket because... The bowler's, the bowler's aim is to bowl a ball such that the batsman will not hit it and the ball will hit the wicket. So that's another way to get the batsman out, is literally for the bowler to, yes, to, to bowl straight out. pass yes. the ball past the batter and hit the wicket. Correct. So the whole, oh, this is, the this whole is defense, Jer, is just... Getting the ball to hit the wicket. It doesn't matter if the the batsman is running. It doesn't matter if they're batting. If you hit that wicket with the ball, they're out. Is that fair? Is that? That's yeah. Oh wow! Wow! Oh, this oh, is this is caller caller. You have no idea how happy I am that you called and explained this to me. Well, I, I'm I, glad I because it. I was surprised nobody else had called because I know <laughs> there are other English people who listen. And oh. anyhow. Thank you so much. I love You're it. You're so welcome. Now, you know how, Jer, that I always like to rate things and all. This is going to be pretty hard. Color of the week, color of the night, color of the month, color of the year. That might be the I, one. I, I don't try to quantify these I things. Know I, I, I know you don't. I know you don't. I just love. So then I guess the follow-up question to this, and this is, again, because like, I don't know how much cricket is. Where like there's records that were set in all sports very early in their like in their uh, in their lifespans that have since been broken by a fair amount. Like Babe Ruth was the first baseball player to get the 600 home runs. Sure, I only know that because that also happened today in sports. I was gonna um, say. But that record has since been just crushed and and destroyed. So I'm curious, like if if a wicket keeper today had eight stumpings, is that a good game? Right, like is is that still considered a really good record it's, or has that just been passed it, up by is it like 30 stumpings now it's so funny jerry i'm curious what that would look it's like. funny when when we first read this oh i can't I'm, i've lost my train train of thought um we weren't we didn't know that anybody could stump the wicket sure. so, there's a lot we didn't know when we were trying to guess this so your question now is I'd like to know: Is this wait, is this like the quarter, like the position player that has a lot of touchdown passes? It's not a quarterback. My next question: I should have asked it. Well, we had the cricket person on here. Is is the wicket keeper 
the person that gets the most stumpings in a game regularly, or are there other positions that get more stumpings? Yeah. Is this just re really rare? Yeah, these are all good questions. Uh, 707-895-2448. Give us a ring if you've got anything you want to talk about. Got about 15 minutes left on the sports phone here, so give us a ring if you've got anything you want to talk about going on in the world of sports. 707-895-2448. Jim and I are still looking for an answer to our trivia question of the night, which was provided to us by Vince, uh, a big listening fan of ours. That question, again, for anyone just tuning in, uh, name the player... Uh, after the merger of the NFL and AFL, so 1966 and beyond, um, that has the most uh, passing touchdowns as a non-quarterback. So the most passing touchdowns ever thrown by a non-quarterback in a career since the merger of the AFL and the NFL in 1966. We are still looking for the correct answer. Uh, and the number of touchdowns thrown was eight. Uh, Jim, I'm happy to give it. Do, do we give another clue at this point? 15 minutes left in the show? <laughs> we... I don't know if I brought that up once and you downed the idea, or I just thought about was worried you would down the idea. I always thought we should. Okay, so the other, the next clue you, I would give, you is give is it. a running back. It's a running back. Oh, oh, that's a great clue. Okay, it's a running back. Which running back has the most touchdown passes? No, 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 it's not which running back. The person that has the most is a running back. Right, right. That's yeah. what I tried to say. Yeah. On August 21st, 1901, I, I had so much fun in this day in sports today. Orioles pitcher in 1901 on August 21st, Joe McGinty, 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 suspended for pitching, for punching and spitting an umpire. Now, that probably happened a lot in 1901, but this is in honor of Deshaun Watson. He the was opposite of Deshaun Watson, but he, well, <laughs> my point is. This, yeah, I guess it is option. This, this guy was suspended for lifetime when he did that. Must have been right there in the, in this, in the stadium he was suspended. Because the next day, they reduced his penalty from lifetime suspension to 12 days suspension for spitting and punching an umpire. How, how would the, can you picture the negotiations for that one? I, yeah, that's what I was going to say is who's Joe McGinty's lawyer? Like, who negotiated that deal from a lifetime sentence suspension down to 12 days? That's impressive. Because in, in <laughs> baseball, like, that's one of those things that's always interesting is when you hear a baseball, a pitcher, getting suspended for, like, 80 games, that that means they're going to miss, like, eight, seven, eight games, really, because a pitcher only pitches every five days or something like that. So this guy maybe missed, what, two starts? Like, if that, as in 12 days. So, I love it. I love these kind of random things. And, yeah, I'm really curious uh, who, who negotiated that deal. 707-895-2448. Give us a call if you've got anything you want to talk about going on in the world of sports. A few rules of the sports phone. We don't have that many rules. One rule is you may double dip, you can triple dip, call as many times as you want as long as you accept us kicking you off if, if you call too many times. But you can try. We'll take your call no matter how many times you've called. That's number one. Number two is we don't accept texts. Um, well, that's, that's not true. No, we don't so accept texts for, for an answer to the to the quiz. Yep, and that's on me. This came up last week, and, I, and we made that decision kind of on the fly. Uh, and then I just totally forgot to mention that at the beginning. Um, this is not us making up rules 
uh, as we go here. That was something that was decided last week. It um, was made up on the sense. on the go, but it was the go last week. Yeah, it came up in context, though. Someone right, texted us the answer, and we decided at that moment we would not accept texting answers. Hello, caller, you're on the air. Since you won't accept my texting answer, I'll give it to you in voice. <laughs> Here we go. Anderson, hello, fellas. Hey, Tim, it's <laughs> such a pleasure. I got a question for you after you tell us the, the answer to the quiz, if you got it. Well, I don't know the answer. I'm just throwing, like, a prolific running back that I think I remember throwing some touchdown passes. Walter Payton? It is Walter Payton. Wait, hold, hold oh, wait a minute. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Oh, come on. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You said Walter Payton, right? That's my guess, yeah. Jim's trying to ring a bell. And it's I not couldn't find the bell. I couldn't. <laughs> All so, right, Tim, yeah, that's here, it, Vince. They got you, your question was answered by local Tim Anderson. So, Tim, here's what's really interesting about this from from my perspective that that I I found really fascinating about this. So, Walter Payton is number one with eight. The next, uh, what is it? The next out of the next twenty, nineteen of them are running backs. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. So it's um, kind of and then the other, where yeah. you know. They're, they bring everybody because they're such uh, powerful, you know, dynamic runners that oh, now and then they throw one over the top. Oh, that's a good point. So, yep. so really good runner that they were focusing on. That yep. it's a diversion yep. play. And, and so, then the other part of this that's really interesting: if you take out the merger part of the question, the all-time record is forty-two. So there was someone in 19, from 1946 to 1955 that was also a running back, but pre-merger that threw 42 touchdown passes as a non-quarterback. I don't know. I, wow. I think that was fake. I think they just pitched the ball to, to the running back, and he did all the passing. Sure, sure, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, yeah, with that many, you would think you would think that may be going on. Tim, yeah. do you have any high school high school? Doesn't have to be about Fort Bragg. Do you have anything for us? Volleyball? No, football? We're, we're, volleyball plays early. Soccer, um, you know, even more teams from our league move to winter. So I really? think we only have 10 league soccer games or something like that. Um, there's less and less in the section. Uh, it will make playoffs um, potentially less meaningful, unfortunately, because there's, I think, Kelseyville, Cloverdale. Uh, might have been another one or two that that moved to winter soccer as well. I think we're a week or two away from really being able to to fire up and talk about the local stuff, other than a little volleyball. Right. And Lucy Hendricks was another stud on that team that right. graduated from last year's girls team. They had two uh, girls that that really kind of got a lot of touches. Hmm. JC's actually playing at Mendo JC right now. She's going to try to do two sports. What's her um, What's her second sport? In, in playing volleyball and basketball. She's basketball, huh? So are you telling me that that a bunch of Lake County teams or or um, NC jeez NCL one teams are playing soccer alongside of basketball? Correct. So you can't Correct. play. Uh, that would be like a football player trying to play soccer you can't play a lot of soccer well mendo this would never work i mean you got the same people that play all yeah yeah uh you know roseland prep 
boys took a serious hit. You know, a lot of their kids were crossover. Uh, you know, you know, Luis, he does a great job down there, but, but he lost some very competitive athletes to soccer when they went to winter. You know, they, they want to play for um, a, a state title and go deep in the playoffs. And right now it's up north. And a handful of us and a handful, uh, there's only a couple in the Bay still that, that are playing fall soccer. It, I'll see it in my lifetime. I think that uh, there's it's all winter. Well, good to have you back, Tim. It's been a while. It has been, every, yeah. Every you know, time I try. Sundays in the summer, I'm, I'm out going. But now that I have some routine with school, I think I'll, I'll try to to be a little bit more regular. I, I definitely enjoy um, conversating with you guys and, and hearing what you have to say. Do you know what? And you, the caller, too. Boy, that, that caller about professional sports ruining everything, like, does that guy not believe in any entertainment? Like, what does he do? <laughs> like, hey, I was um, kind of taken back by how adamant he was about it ruining, yeah, there's some disparities and some things I, I certainly don't like about it, but to be able to watch people that do it the best in the world, whether it's musicians or whether it's dancers or whether it's an athlete or, um, you know, an actor, like, uh, who, who am I? I, I want to be entertained now and then. Yeah, I, I had that same... Um Jerry, I never got it out. You were you were talking to that gentleman uh, more than I was, and I thought about what Tim just said. Is does that go for theater too? You're only allowed to be in a play. You can't watch one. Yeah, that's why I made the comparison of like I spend twenty bucks to go to the movies. I spend oh, I see. bucks to, that, to go to watch a sporting event for the same reasons. I'm going for oh, the I entertainment see. of it. I yeah. see. It's the same. Yeah, I see it now. Yeah. Huh. All right. Thanks, Good Tim. Stuff. Tim, congrats. He got the question, and he didn't even look it up. I, did, I swear, I, I I did not look it up. It just, uh, uh, I remember, uh, you know, growing up in the 80s, watching him run, and I think I remember a couple of those. Huh. Um, so, yeah, yeah. It's Shot tough. in the Dark Good came stuff. out uh, on top there. Yeah, We're under it. four minutes, Tim. Thanks. Thanks, Tim. Yeah. All right. So, Jim, in the last couple minutes, I'm gonna I'm gonna hijack the show here if we didn't have any other calls. Go. Okay. Wait so, a minute. Wait a minute. Before you hijack, yeah, I might have taken another call if they call. Uh, I'll leave the judge. I'll leave that up to you. Go. I'll You're leave on. Judge McCall. So, kind of similar to last week, um, with with the, we didn't have a chance to really talk a ton about the Little League World Series. Oh, um, that's right. It's similar to last week. So, I wanted to give another plug for it. Um, at the end of the show here, I do at some point with the way that the games are getting rained out right now, the tournament's going to go for like another month and a half. They got like one game in today because the weather's just a mess out there right now. Yeah, it's the weather in Pennsylvania is not great right now. But I, I wanted to give just another plug for the Little League World Series. Um, I have issues with it, I and I think it's something that I want to go into with Jim and I want to have a larger conversation about. But beyond even my issues with it, if you've never watched the Little League World Series, it's on ESPN, ABC, ESPN2. You can get the schedule on the Little League World on the Little League uh, website of the games. It's just a really cool event to watch. Uh, ten teams from the United States, ten teams internationally come in um, from the Caribbean, Panama, Canada, Japan, Mexico, Australia, Italy, all over the place. It's just a really for all the 
problems there are in sports. It's just a really, really good feel-good event. They do a really good job with the production of it, highlighting the kids, the parents, the, the coaches, just the, the whole environment of the whole thing. Um, so at some point, we'll have a, a Jim and I'll have a larger conversation about it. But if you if you've never watched the Little League World Series before, I just wanted to take a couple minutes here and really plug it again. I've Jim and I have had a chance to see it live one time. How old were you, how how old were you when we started? I think I was in high school uh, uh, or like just out of high school into college somewhere in that in that range i think i was gonna um, say middle school we were going maybe it was maybe it was just out of middle school into high school something like something the, like that the amazing thing is we were going from philadelphia to buffalo basically yeah. to my hometown yeah i just went up highway 15 off 80 anybody in the yeah. east coast those are big roads 80 is the one that goes all the way to the bay area you know yeah and we turned up 15 to go north and the next thing i knew i saw a sign Eight miles to Williamsport. Next thing I yep. knew, we were in Williamsport, and it was the Little League World Series. We didn't even know it. Yeah. We stumbled yeah, we across. Got it was totally by chance. We we drove by when the Little League World Series was going on. Um, and there's a. I want to tell that story in much more detail. The parking story, the the bar that we went to afterwards. There's so many elements to that dark experience there. It's it's really. Oh, cool. the parking. Um, the parking. Yeah. There's there's a lot, and just yeah, fact yeah. That, that you don't have to pay to get in no, ever. No, no, don't don't don't. Okay, spoil, right. Don't spoil it, but. Again, I, Jim and I will probably talk about this more, but I wanted to say it before we end the show. Uh, there's games tomorrow. There's going to be games all next week. Uh, that are, again, they're just on ESPN. If you if you've never watched the Little League World Series, turn it on. It's a really cool event, and and the quality of baseball is really high. There's some really good baseball players. There. Sign off. You get 20 seconds. All right, we're gonna wrap it up. We'll be back next week. It'll be August 28th. We'll talk to everybody next week on the Sports Phone. Thanks. That was a wonderful call, and I special thanks to the. Madam Cricket that called in. Thank you for that information. This has been a production of Mendocino County Public Broadcasting. KZYX, Philo 90.7 FM. KZYZ, Willits and Ukiah 91.5 FM. And Fort Bragg at 88.1 FM. You can find more content like this on our website at kzyx.org. And consider donating by clicking the red donate button in the upper right corner. Thank you for listening.